I remember it was the year 2013 and it was my birthday. The most exciting thing for me when I turned 13 was joining Facebook. Facebook had this policy that you need to be at least 13 to join it. And I remember all my friends faking their birth date and joining it way early. The entire class used to discuss what they saw on Facebook and what they posted and I used to feel excluded by it. Which just made me want to join it more and more. As soon as I turned 13, the first thing I did was open my dad's laptop and join Facebook. I added everyone from my class. I added my name, my email, my birth date, my relationship status, the movies I liked, the TV shows I used to watch at that time. Even when I would walk into a McDonald's, it would ask me if I want to post a status update about it, and I would put it up. Adve Vora is enjoying at McDonald's. Imagine doing that right now. Facebook would then see my likes and dislikes and show me more pages according to my preferences. I would walk into a Chroma store and a few hours later I would see a sponsored post of the Chroma store on my wall. It was until a while I realized Facebook knew everything about me. I was curious to know more, so I went on Google and just wrote, "Does Facebook track my activity?" And not to my surprise, Facebook did track my activity. Soon I thought that I should do some more digging on it and I found out that Google has this thing called my activity as well. Now if you open my activity on Google, you will find out that Google tracks every single app you open, every Google search, every YouTube comment and also your location history. While preparing this podcast, I was skeptical about the whole location history part. So I went and saw my location history. Well, since the last 4 months, it just shows that I'm home. but it was before that which worried me google knew the exact routes i took the mode of transport the time i went to a particular place and also the time i exited that place now if you are a private person i think you should not check your location history at all because it will definitely scare you tech giants know more about you than your friends and your family this brings me to our new topic of the week technology and government as a constitutional challenge to right to privacy It is a known fact that we are heading towards a digital world. The impact of COVID-19 has just made digitalization more rapid and faster, which is a good thing. All of our meetings, all the things we do today is online. It is stored on a cloud or a server somewhere that will be useful for us in the future. But is it useful just for us? In the Cambridge Analytica scandal where millions of Facebook users' data was harvested for political advertisement. The Huawei phone security scandal the chinese credit score which tracks users data to give a social credit score to that citizen the israeli spyware pegasus that infiltrated activists data in india the tons of other card leaks all prove that a user's privacy is under attack the number of data breaches since 2013 are uncountable and the list goes on and on the problems of privacy and how technology affects it has been highlighted in cinematic movies and also in tv shows like black mirror One such episode which really addresses this concern was in season 3 episode 3 of Black Mirror called Shut Up and Dance. In this episode a hacker captures people's secrets and blackmails them by making them perform a series of tasks each growing more and more disturbing and extreme. It also shows how far people will go to keep their online life private and how sensitive information hackers can also access if they want. I recommend that you all go and see it. In films on the other hand I think the best movie that talks about privacy in the tech world is Snowden. 
based on the real life scandal of Edward Snowden, the famous whistleblower who exposed that the NSA was tracking the data of Americans by colluding with another company known as Verizon. America has a long history with the right to privacy as a right, but events like these prove otherwise. There's a reason why we have so many memes on the FBI agent is because people actually believe that it happens. India entered the game in 2017. The right to privacy became a fundamental right that was granted to everybody by the Supreme Court of India. Right to privacy comes under Article 21 of the Indian Constitution, which is right to life and personal liberty. Privacy is an important concept of someone's life and hence should be protected. Here's a short version as to how right to privacy was recognized by the court. The Indian government created a unique identification system known as the Aadhaar card, which I know you are well aware of. The Aadhaar card contains a 12-digit number which is issued by the UIDAI or the Unique Identification Authority of India. To register for your Aadhaar card, you had to give some demographic information such as your address, your birth date, your fingerprints and an iris scan. Now, some people found that Aadhaar card posed a security risk and can infiltrate the private lives of citizens. Among them was a retired judge known as Justice K.S. Puttaswamy. He and several other petitioners went to the Supreme Court and raised their concerns. The court heard their concerns and in 2017 declared right to privacy as a fundamental right. However, data leaks still happened. In India, the Facebook passwords of some users were available in plain text. The Aadhaar card details are available in the form of Excel sheets on the internet. It is not even on the dark web. It is just out there for anyone to find. Of course, with the right keywords and everything. What I'm trying to say is that every user's data is unsafe. The only way you cannot be found or be in danger is if you disconnect, which is impossible. Everyone depends on the internet to get things done. Even bank details save bank information of their customers and clients on different online servers. It is impossible to be offline in the 21st century. Technology and the issue of data privacy has come a long way, which is why the European Union, yep, the Europeans, implemented something known as a GDPR or the General Data Protection Regulation. Let's just say it is the first step towards a more secure internet life. Now, the European Union actually introduced this because, in their words, they wanted to be fit for the digital age. In 2012, the Europeans recognized the progress of technology and the importance of data privacy. The GDPR is a threshold where all countries should reach when it comes to data regulation. Inspired by that, the Indian government has also issued its own act known as the Personal Data Protection Bill of 2019. It is yet to be passed, but it has been drafted. It is India's first step towards data regulation. The bill has made laws to regulate the usage of user data by third parties such as our dear Facebook and Instagram. It has also made guidelines and has given rights that aim to safeguard users' interest when it comes to their data, such as erasing your personal information from any domain. But then I thought that this bill is too good to be true and I need to find something and not to my surprise, I came across section 35 of the bill. Section 35 says that the government and its agencies can process the personal data 
of people to prevent the commission of any offence that can harm the interest of the sovereignty and integrity of India. You heard that right. If the government suspects that you are up to something, it can process your personal data and snoop. To put things in perspective, the Constitution of People's Republic of China says that they can intercept communications and the private lives of its people for the purpose of state security. Sovereignty and state security, they do sound similar. China has used this as an excuse to tamper with the privacy of its individuals. The expansive concept of state security gives the Chinese government supreme power in reviewing and monitoring of communications as necessary. This also reminds me of the US Act, known as the Patriot Act. No, no, no. Not the Netflix show Patriot Act, but the actual act that was implemented in 2001. Although if you haven't seen Patriot Act on Netflix, I do recommend you see it. Anyway, the US Patriot Act was implemented in 2001 after 9-11. The act was first of many surveillance laws in the US. This act gave the US government relaxation and authority to monitor phone calls, email communications, and bank details of its citizens. Now, most Americans believed it was passed to catch terrorists operating on American soil, but it also implied innocent citizens as potential suspects. All this was done for the purpose of security. Remember the Edward Snowden scandal I talked about earlier? The NSA, the National Security Agency, was monitoring the calls of millions of Americans and collecting all the information until Edward exposed it. He had to run away after doing that. He is living with the Russians now. When it comes to the Personal Data Protection Bill in India, Justice B.N. Sri Krishna, the person who led the drafting committee of this bill, had a lot to say regarding Section 35, the threat it imposes on privacy. They have removed the safeguards. That is the most dangerous. The government can at any time access private or government agency data on the grounds of sovereignty or public order. This has dangerous implications. These are his words, not mine. Here's something you need to know. This bill was earlier drafted in 2018, which did not include this section. The original bill was updated and section 35 was added later on. The European GDPR is more specific when it comes to processing data for security purposes. The vagueness that surrounds Section 35 makes it vulnerable to misuse. The Personal Data Protection Bill 2019 is in dire need of change in regard to exemptions given to government agencies. Some individuals prefer to be left alone. Privacy is not a new concept. It has been prevalent since the dawn of time. Not all provisions of the bill are questionable. The bill has made it difficult to, for private organizations to mine your data. The importance of consent in the processing of personal data has also been highlighted thoroughly by the bill. Unfortunately, exemptions given to the government surrounds the bill with a cloud of uncertainty and distrust. In a technological age, it has become very easy to monitor individuals through spyware and monitoring devices. Being left alone is a fundamental right which should be upheld. The people keep their faith in the government for upholding the fundamental right. The government has drafted an excellent data protection bill which will surely keep private organizations and entities at bay and protect the personal data. But among all fundamental rights, 
privacy is the most vulnerable one. It should be protected by all means necessary. The exemptions given under the bill, although it has a good intention, acts as a challenge. This will result in state actors taking away a person's, person's individual autonomy. This is why technology and government regulations are a constitutional challenge today. Thank you.